Hello and welcome to the Headache Doctor podcast. I'm Dr. Taves, joined by Dr. Storsbach, and today we are going to bring you some holiday cheer and talk about uh, headaches around the holidays and what you can do to mitigate headaches around the holidays because we want you to be able to enjoy your Thanksgiving and Christmas or whatever holiday that you celebrate and spend time with family and friends and and relax without the worry of headaches and migraines. And so in this podcast episode, we're going to break down uh, travel and what to do with travel. We're going to break down sort of seasonal things to be aware of. And then we're going to end with a morning routine that can be very helpful for you to mitigate the amount of tension that can uh, that can come with uh, with the holiday season and uh, and specifically for the neck and some things to do. And so stay tuned all the way through the podcast as we'll have some exciting stuff at the end, very practical for you. Mm-hmm. So Dr. Storsbach, let's start off with talking about travel. Um, what are some things that people should consider when they're traveling? Yeah. So I, I looked at this stat. I love stats. Over a third of America travels during the holiday season. That's like 113 million people moving around and traveling outside of their normal home, their normal routine, their normal bed. And um, triggers are everywhere. For So people with migraines and headaches, I'm sure, have some kind of like increased anxiety because they know that they're going to be exposed to a ton of triggers. So with travel specifically, right, we could be driving, um, which with a forward head position, if that headrest is kind of pushing you forward or you're just having to sit in a static position for so long, that can be a trigger, you know, flying. We've all woken up on a plane and had a horrible kink in our neck and thought, what did I just do? You know, and then we're, like I said, we're sleeping in a different bed a lot of times with different pillows and we're waking up in the morning sometimes feeling with a stiff neck. So there's a lot of things going on with travel um, and even other triggers like different types of foods, um, you know, just the extra stress sometimes of family and um, last minute shopping and making sure you have everything together. So we definitely just are trying to sympathize with all you migrainers and headache sufferers out there that holidays are, can be great, but they can also be really stressful. So I hope we, you know, you can walk away with today with some good tools in your pocket, um, you know, to help with your headaches. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, travel, if you're in a car, you have a little bit more control over, your activity level. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I mean, on a plane you can get up and walk around as well, but most of people, most people don't. And so, but if you're driving, I would say a good rule of thumb is to, to get up and walk around, you know, at least every time you have to fill up, but probably more frequent than that. If you truly are, um, someone who suffers uh, with headaches and migraines frequently, because sitting, we've talked about that before, that static posture is something the neck is not going to like. And just getting out of the car and walking around is a very good thing. Now, with air, with with air travel or travel by car, um, that that sitting position over long periods of time, oftentimes we we want to pass the time by taking a nap. Mm-hmm. And taking a nap can get us in trouble because typically we're trying to sleep in an upright seated position. And our, our neck doesn't really have, our head doesn't have a good spot to rest. And so we will kind of lean it against the side of the plane or the car. Uh, maybe we'll have a travel pillow, which, which is a better option. Um, or maybe we're like leaning forward on the dash, whatever position the neck is in. Usually it's not going to be one that it um, appreciates after the nap is over and you might have a headache or migraine later. 
And so what we would suggest is if it's during the day, you know, try to keep yourself alert and active and, and awake so that you can sit with proper positioning. Um, if you do feel like you need to take a nap or that would be helpful to you, then just maybe have a travel pillow and be aware of the position your neck is in because if it's, um, yeah, if it's if it's resting to one side or the other or rotated for a prolonged period, your neck is not going to be happy with you. So try to have it in a, as neutral position as possible. Yeah. And of course, a lot of people are right are looking at their devices to also pass the time, which that classic kind of text neck looking down for long periods can feel terrible. Um, so there's a couple things you can do, right? One, you could, I guess, not use your phone, but most people are going to do that, me included. And so um, trying to position your screen to eye level. Now, holding your arms out in front of you for a long time is also really tough. There are some things, actually a, a patient of mine, an out-of-stater that came in um, and loved to just w watch movies on her phone and, uh, you know, on the couch or in the bed. And she finally found a device that goes around her neck. It's very movable and bendable. And then you could put your phone in it. And um, it wasn't very expensive. And not that I'm like pushing this product, but uh, just finding something that, you know, brings the phone up more to eye level so you're not constantly looking down can be really helpful. And then if you're driving and have the option, I always recommend bringing your own pillow with you. Um, and sometimes I've been that weirdo on the plane every once in a while while I'll bring my own pillow. I don't do that, especially with COVID now and all that. I don't really do that anymore. But um, having your own pillow can sometimes be key. <laughs> yeah, that is key. And that's that's a good transition into, yeah, the, the sleeping arrangement with wherever you're going is... Um, likely not going to be exactly how you like it at home. And so bringing your pillow with you is a good way to sort of mitigate whatever damage uh, could be done uh, while you're sleeping in, you know, your, your mother-in-law or your relative's uh, bed or in a hotel. And uh, if you do go to a hotel, typically have they have those like really soft pillows that uh, maybe they're like down, they, they'll collapse really easily. And so oftentimes I find I'll need like two of them or to fold one up uh, to support my neck if I'm side sleeping. And then remember, if you're on your back, uh, you don't need much of a pillow at all. So those would probably be fine. Um, and then try to avoid, you know, sleeping on the couch or on the floor. If you have headaches or migraines and you're battling for like, you know, the position on, on the bed as opposed to the couch, like, tr you know, advocate for yourself <laughs> so that you're not landing on the couch because that can be uh, pretty miserable. Mm -hmm. And uh, that probably goes without saying. You, those of you listening probably realize sleeping uh, in, a, in a bed is important. Yeah. And avoid sleeping on your stomach. We're not yes. advocates of that. Yes, absolutely. All right. So uh, seasonal around this time of year, there are things that uh, people with headaches and migraines have to consider. Yeah. And yeah, let's go over a couple of those things we found. Well, one thing is just there can be like sensory overload this time of year with all the different smells and fragrance, fragrances, candles, Christmas trees, flowers, um, people putting on more maybe perfume and cologne than normal. Who knows? But sometimes even just the lights, the flash, flashing lights, all of that for headache and migraine people can kind of be a trigger or make them more sensitive. So um, just kind of be aware of that. Maybe try to get some more fresh air. Ask nicely if there's an overpowering smell or flashing lights in the room to see if we, you know, you can avoid that. Um, and then, of course, during the winter months, 
you know, it's a lot darker. And so they, we have sensory affect disorder um, or seasonal, sorry, <laughs> seasonal affective disorder, which, you know, can ramp up and cause more depression-like symptoms, which is highly linked to headaches and migraines. So just also be aware of that. I have a sun lamp at home. It helps me at night. It has like a reading light setting and then a little meditation setting, and then it has some white noise. And in the morning, it slowly ramps up um, for over a half an hour, kind of, uh, you know, looks like the sunrise. And I do feel like in the winter ones that those kind of things are just really helpful. Um, and then we always need to remember around holiday season, there are so many people grieving. And I think that it can be forgotten sometimes. And so there's just a whole other layer of um, emotions that can come up during the holidays that, you know, just being aware that that can happen if you're kind of new to grief. I know that I am, and it's going to be one of the first holidays with my family without my dad. And, you know, it's going to be something I'm going to have to get through, but also recognize I don't need to feel guilty if I have a day that, you know, I have some more symptoms or don't feel as good because of the grief. And a lot of, uh, they've done a lot of research around even just guilt with headaches alone, not even just with the grief aspect, but feeling guilty that you're losing time with your family and friends. And so if you need a little bit of time and space alone to regroup, don't feel guilty about that this holiday. Yeah, absolutely. It Here's a here's a little shameless plug because if you're worried about headaches or migraines and you have not reached out to us or, or worked with us past just listening to this podcast, um, please do because we would love to help you as as best to, to our ability so that you don't have to suffer with headaches and migraines during the holidays. And not to say that working with us is like guaranteed you're not going to have um, a headache or migraine in the holidays. If you if you can get to our clinic here, the chances go way up that we can help you substantially. Mm-hmm. But um, please reach out because we see how debilitating this is. And Dr. Storzbach has experienced migraines. Mm-hmm. And uh, especially around the holidays, like we want this to be a joyful time for everyone. And, um, and especially with the, these added triggers and travel, it's, it's increasing your likelihood that you're going to experience something. And, uh, and so we want to help you on a personal level. And so that, uh, allow us to do that by reaching out to us. And, uh, again, we do virtual or in-person visits, but we would be, um, thrilled to know that you've been listening to the podcast and you've resonated with things we've said and, uh, and you finally decided to pull the trigger and reach out to us and see if we could help you in your specific situation. Um, yeah, so those are, those are kind of the seasonal things. Was there anything um, else there around the time of year? Um, no, I think, you know, we're, we also, with time zone difference, we can have some of that almost jet lag feeling, yep. just like we just had with uh, um, daylight savings time. Yeah, yeah. And so there's that to keep in mind and just trying to get regular sleep kind of on your regular hours. Um, is also important. Yeah. One final thought here, and barometric pressure changes obviously happen year round with uh, with storms. But if um, if you live in a place that has sort of frequent weather changes and uh, you're affected by the barometric pressure changes, just know that that is traced back to the joint itself being irritated and responding poorly to the to the pressure change. So. We want you to enjoy the snowfall and not have a migraine during the snowfall. And so if you are someone that has struggled with, um, yeah, the barometric pressure changes being a trigger, there there is a solution to that. And so, again, we, I, we're in Colorado, and we, uh, 
I, I guess it's probably hit or miss if we have snow on Christmas, but it is always nice to have a white Christmas. I remember one year we went to Florida and it just felt kind of odd to uh, to be in warm weather on, on Christmas. But um, for those of you that are in like the traditional, like, you know, Minnesota, the you know, with the Christmas movies we all watch um, and you have a ton of snowfall, we want you to enjoy that snow and not have a migraine during it. Exactly. Yeah, so let's talk about like what can you do um, – you know, as maybe just a general morning routine, daily routine, as you're going through the holidays, there's just, we're, I'd like to just talk about like three simple stretches um, that you can do. And we're even going to link um, one of the stretches like to a video at the end of this. So definitely stay tuned um, for those. I'm gonna let you take the first one. Yeah. So initial. so th- this is, we were talking and we wanted to be as helpful as possible. And we thought, okay, if people are traveling, they're not able to take, like, let's say a foam roller or maybe their normal, like, exercise equipment, they're out of, they're out of their normal setting. And so we want to instruct people on things that they can do really anywhere. And so the first thing that we would suggest is, is you wake up and you think about your shoulders. So we want to do a shoulder stretch and this can be done kind of whenever and and even in the evening, it'll be very beneficial. Um, But for the sake of this, we'll talk about the morning routine. So a shoulder stretch, uh, one of the more beneficial things to do is to stretch the shoulders back because a lot of what we do throughout the day is pulling us forward. Gravity is pulling us forward. We're looking at our phones. We're sitting because we're traveling. Um, or we're just sitting more because we, we have more leisure time talking on the couch, whatever. And so we want to stretch the shoulders out. The, one of the better ways to do that is to just find a corner in a room and put your arms against each wall. So your nose is going to kind of lean into the corner. Your arms will be, your forearms will be up on the wall. And then your chest is going to sink into the corner and you'll feel a stretch uh, through the front of your chest, through those pec muscles. Now, the key here is to take deep breaths and to hold that stretch for about two minutes. The length of time is important because you want the the muscle to get this sort of adaptation to to that new uh, position that you're introducing. And so uh, a two-minute corner pec stretch, that's what we call it, uh, would be the first thing that we would recommend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then kind of going off the shoulders and the tension that can kind of come between the chest and all those, the rib cage area. There's a really nice sideline one that I love. We call these open books. You're going to be completely on your side with a nice pillow. So again, filling that space between the shoulder and the ear, you're not kinked down or up. You're fully supported in your head on your side and your knees are going to be bent up. I call it kind of like the fetal position. You're really bending those knees up at least to hip height, if not a little higher, that helps protect your low back. And then what you're going to do is take your top arm and I call it just make a big rainbow. You're going to just make take your top arm and make a big like reaching stretch over to the other side like a twist. And the big part of this is just make sure that your knees and your hips don't move. We're isolating the upper part of the of the spine. And so um, you should feel no pain in your low back with this. And you should feel more of a twist in that mid-spine, maybe some tightening between the shoulder blades, which is nice and a nice stretch through that pec that we were just talking about. And for this one, I tell people 
do this um, for about five deep breaths and do it five times. I call these five by fives. Um, again, for that muscle, yes, we want to have a little bit of a longer hold, but we're also working on the joints here a bit. So we want some repetition in there um, and do it on both sides. Just kind of enjoy it. Breathe deeply. It should feel, I kind of imagine like a rag, just like you're wringing out dirty water over a sink. can feel really nice through the spine with that spinal twist. Um, so that's, those are called open books. And then the last one we want to talk about is our kind of classic neck towel stretch. And this is very more specific for the neck and even those joints that can cause headache pain, um, between C1 and C2. So I'll let you take that one. Yeah. So the towel stretch, this is one of the better stretches that we know of for isolating C1, C2 and C1, C2, that's the first and second bone in the neck. So that's, you know, from the head, we get to C1, then we get to C2, and on and, and on down. And C1 and C2 specifically uh, help with rotation, about half of our rotation. And so when you turn your head, we want to have as much movement, as, as much of that motion through C1 and C2 as possible. And this is getting to the, you know, the why behind a lot of migraines and headaches. And so this towel stretch... Essentially, you're, you're going to take a hand towel, wrap it around your neck, uh, and hold on. So you cross your arms before you grab it. Cross your arms and then grab each end of the towel. Uh, the top arm, uh, there will be naturally a top arm because your arms are crossed. Your top arm will come up to about eye level, and your bottom arm will be uh, right at your chest. And you'll pull down with the bottom arm and pull straight forward. So away from your eye with the top arm. And then what you're going to do is keep tension in the towel, rotate your head, and pull that top arm away from your kind of your eye or your nose, away from your face as you rotate your head one way. And you'll feel as you rotate that there's a point where you start to feel a little bit of resistance or a stretch to the towel, and that's where you want to pull just a little bit more through the towel to get a stretch. And that stretch with the towel wrapping around the upper part of your neck um, should feel more specific uh, to that sort of higher up area in the neck. This, can, this one can be kind of tricky. And so what we're going to do is provide our listeners with a video uh, of us doing it so that you can better understand it. Uh, all you need to do to get that video is to text the word HOLIDAY uh, to our clinic number here, 719-598-1010. What will happen is that will kind of prompt you uh, to put in your email, and then we can shoot you an email um, or give you the link uh, to the video, and then you can watch the video and and do that towel stretch. Um, That's something we we give to a lot of patients and can be very helpful, but it's also a little tricky, so we want you to understand it well enough so that you feel confident to do it. Uh, and then as you go visit family over the holidays, you can tell them about your cool new towel stretch and, and who showed it to you. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's us here at uh, the Headache Doctor podcast and uh, at Novera Headache Center. Um, and then that'll be kind of fun. We're making, we're giving you a talking point. Yeah. No, I like it. I, I tell people, I mean, these three stretches are going to take you less than 10 minutes and those just like consistency things that you can build into your day are huge. So even if you like get up in the morning and you're like, Oh man, I've, you know, I'm a little achy. We had a long night last night traveling, just like set your timer for eight minutes and just go, I'm just going to, this is my eight minutes. I'm going to do a wellness thing for myself. It's going to go so fast. You're going to feel better at the end and it's going to take just a blip out of your day. And so I just would just really encourage you guys to do this. Yeah. Yeah. So 
that there you go. That's a very practical every morning. We want you to do that. And then we want to, we want to hear from you guys and see if that was helpful. And so if you follow us on Instagram or on TikTok or even on Facebook, um, we want you to, to message us or you can call the clinic. Um, you can also email us at our clinic email. Hello at NoveraHeadacheCenter.com. And again, if you have headaches or migraines and, and you have not reached out or interacted with us personally, we would love to um, help you, especially through this holiday season, to uh, help lower your risk of having a headache uh, during that holiday that you want to uh, be spending time with family. Uh, because it truly is our mission and our passion to help everyone with headaches and migraines break free from this life of fear and dependence that we see so often and thrive in everything you do. Thanks for listening. <laughs>